What is up guys, Randy here with Quick Tips for Dads. Today is the second episode in what I'm going to start calling the Law School Student Hour with my buddy Garrett Speak over at the School of Law at Mitchell Hamlin in Minnesota. I'm super pumped about this episode. We go into depth about mental health as a law student and what we've learned um, from personal experience and more. So please enjoy this episode with Garrett, the Law School Student Hour. Today's episode, Mental Health. Thanks. Thanks for joining me, Garrett. How's it going? It's going good. How about you, Randy? It's going, man. I love law school. I love it too. I mean, law school is the kind of thing that like, as stressful as it is, I wake up every day excited to go. Yeah, for sure. I just love learning. Like I've realized like more than anything, like I enjoy the process of learning. Like I love understanding the why behind things and like really understanding things. That seems to help me a lot with, with law and stuff. Yeah. Well, I remember an undergrad in one of my courses, it was like rush. It was like history of the Soviet union. And there was this old man that was like an American scientist that was like on an exchange there for years and years and years. And he just came and he would just sit in our class. And I remember being super jealous because I was like, wow, when I'm an old person, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going <laughs> to show up at universities and sit in classes because Heck yeah, man, he brought a notebook. He took no, I mean, he just did it for fun and it was free. Like, I mean, who's going to stop you from showing up at your local public university and sitting in a class? That's Unless awesome. they just don't have seats, you know, but to your point, like I was like, I admire that love of learning that that guy has and I want to be that. Right. That's why I've loved um, cooking over the pandemic. I've actually gotten really pretty good at cooking, particularly sourdough bread. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you were so super proud of that. (laughs) Dude, I've gotten like, it's down to like a science now. Like I can tell you why everything happens, what's happening. It's literally like, I know every (laughs) reason. Yeah, I love it. It's super fun. But yeah, dude, like this, we're, we're in the end of October now, which in my life has often meant that's when I start getting burnout in the semester October and February almost without fail they for whatever reason I love October like my birthday's in October like we're like I love October it's a good month I love fall and football October is the best month of fall right but like November and you got all the pretty leaves and they crunch under your feet but I feel but in terms of school October can be brutal I mean October wasn't as brutal for me an undergrad because I don't know, we just didn't really do like, I mean, we might have like a midterm paper, mm-hmm. but like the nice thing about once again, being a liberal arts major was that you have total control over your midterm papers and your finals. Uh, you know, like you ahead of time if you want. Right. But with accounting, I can imagine it would be grind time with law school. It is grind time. <laughs> yeah. And even though I'm in my first semester, I am definitely learning very very like i'll tell you what these last couple weeks have just been i mean you can get the best of news in law school like i just found out i did really really well on a midterm but yet the overall like i felt down yesterday yeah no i totally get it i mean it's just burnout time it's well or like with my like torts like like my torts midterm was first and we took it a little bit earlier because we finished up intentional torts pretty early. And Mm -hmm. so we just had it like two, two weeks before midterms are supposed to be. And it was funny because when I did that, like, of course, what you naturally do is you put every other subject aside and you go to torts, right. Mm -hmm. Or whatever that class is. Yep. And then 
for criminal law, that's what I did. But then the problem is, is that with torts, I fell behind in criminal law. But then with criminal law, I fell behind in torts. And then with, you know, because I, you know, I was focusing on criminal law, now civil procedure needs to get caught up. You're right, you know, and it's just like this rat race. And it's just, uh, I feel you. It is never ending in some ways right now. Yeah. At least that's how it feels. No, I totally get it. And at least in my life, I've, I've found, I've dealt with depression and anxiety. That's kind of our, our topic today is mental health, right? right. I've, I've dealt with that before, before I got married back when I was at the university of Utah and into my first career, I guess I, I took some of that into it with me and, um, mental health to me is a really important thing. And it's so important guys. I will, I will ask anybody at any time, like if they're feeling down and depressed, I will be the first one to be like, are you having suicidal thoughts? Because I will not lose a friend to that, that we can prevent, we can find help, we can find hope. Yeah. And I have so, like, a... so go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, please. I was just going to say like, it's, it's just very near and dear to my heart that mental health is something that we need to talk about as law students, because I had a teacher talk to us last year and just said, there's a disproportionately high amount of law students that come in fine and leave depressed and anxious and have substance abuse problems because of these things. And there's a disproportionate amount of professionals and attorneys are the highest professionals that have these issues. So anything that we can do to help them, like that's what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, and it's so true. Like when they showed us the numbers at my law school, I was pretty blown away, honestly, like at the substance abuse of attorneys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not talking like, it's not all like cocaine and, you know, and yeah, like it's care- alcohol abuse, it's, it's marijuana, alcohol, it's whatever pornography, any of those things. I mean, mm-hmm. um, sex addiction, I- anything like that. Cause that is substance abuse in my opinion. Um, but like, it's so interesting when you learn about that, because at first you're like, what? But then you start law school and you start the grind and you're like, oh, I get it. Like now, like <laughs> the last couple of weeks, I'm like, okay, I get it. I can see where people literally like just turn away. Like it's so easy to just turn away from everything and numb yourself. Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that's what it is. And that's what like, I mean, and it's so prevalent. Like the lady that came in and talked to us, she was like, it's so prevalent in the law field sometimes that like, think about it. Like I, I literally watched an episode of Brooklyn nine, nine the other day and the lawyers, like the, not even like big law lawyers making lots of money. It was like the prosecutors <laughs> were doing Coke in the bathroom. Right. You know, was it the prosecutors or the defense lawyers? I, I, oh, it is the defense lawyers, which is even yeah. which means they make even less money. Right. <laughs> and they're doing Coke in the bathroom <laughs> right. and like Jake Peralta has to be like, what the heck? And he has to arrest his girlfriend's boss. But, um, <laughs> anyway besides the point like but like but like i realized like she was right like if you go watch suits like every time they go out they're drinking like mm-hmm. i'm not hating on anyone i go to school with but like everyone's first reaction after midterms were done last week or go two weeks drunk. Ago before finals was to go to the bar and get and get hammered yeah Even a couple other students were like hey i mean people are gonna do do that but i just don't think there's anything good that comes out of that situation no, I agree you with want, you. Hey, hey, you want to go shoot pool? Sure. Like, I get that. Right. But I, I think it's sad that that's like the first escape. And that's something that they warned us about, you know, was mm-hmm. try not to let substances be your first escape. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I mean, I don't drink, so I can't like empathize Same. as much with people that, I mean, maybe no, I'm, not, I'm not condemning. I'm not condemning. <laughs> if you're in my section and you're, li- I am not condemning you in any way, shape, or form. I'm sure Schmidt's was a really good time. <laughs> like, let me right. make that. Clear. You know, like there's time and place for it, right? Like if that's something that you that helps you 
unwind and decompress, like by all means, but once it starts to get to a, a, a habitual or compulsive behavior, then you got to start thinking like, is this what I actually want to have happening? And I understand like, if you go home, you spend a couple hours, you do something and then you go out. Right. But like to go, cause something I had, um, when I was a missionary, I had a companion, we'd always go out to eat a good meal, like a really like, and a good meal, meaning like a, like between 15 and $20. Cause we were okay. <laughs> so like, Applebee's so, or Chili's or for, something like that. Yeah. We went to a place called Taco Mac. It's in Atlanta, but they don't serve tacos. They serve Buffalo wings and they are really, really oh, good. Nice. But anyway, um, so we, and we'd go to Taco Mac every time we help someone or like we, we had a big accomplishment and he taught me that like, and he was, he was a division one athlete. So of course he knew all this stuff. And he was like, you, like your brain likes rewards. Oh yeah. Dopamine is a superpower. If you can activate it. Awesome. And you go, and then you do, you know, you finish something awesome. You're proud of yourself. And then you go reward yourself with alcohol. That's going to be your brain's response or drugs or pornography or good things like exercise or anything, right? Your body wants that reward. And it's a good way to train your brain, but it can be a negative. It's a double-edged sword, right? If you have good habits, it's good. If you have bad habits, it's bad. So once again, I'm not condemning anyone that participated in that but it is true that like it is so true like and once again i didn't understand it until i was in law school how big mental health is here because it is and i've never had the mental health struggles like you have randy in that regard like i've never been like depressed or that I can remember. I mean, of course we all have episodes in our lives. There's days, but then there's like depression, like they're very different things. And I'm a, you know me, I'm a pretty happy guy, but I won't lie these last couple of weeks. Like I still got up on time. I still did my thing. I still laughed, but man, it's just when you always have those things in the back of your brain and they're just scratch, it's like having a cat in your brain and it's just scratching like your like brain tissue. That's how I imagine it. Like, I don't know, like every once in a while, it's like, you know, or like squeaking on, it's just like, oh, it's just this like feeling and you can't get rid of it in the back of your head. Can't yeah. watch TV with you. I couldn't watch TV with my wife. I couldn't study. Like, it's just, I couldn't get it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my experience, I get a little vulnerable here. Like I never had suicidal thoughts. Like I'll just get that out of the way, real, you know, yep. from the get go. Yep. There are, there are levels. It's like, but there it's are like, levels, but um, like it, to me, it all, I don't know when it started, but it really escalated. We went and did summer sales um, oh and I hated it. I hated my experience there. That, that, that'll, that'll be a trigger for it. And for but some but one that. of the things that, you know, whatever you believe in the adversary, I believe that the devil works against us. You know, mm-hmm. he, Damn. he figures out your biggest insecurities and can magnify those. And so Absolutely. for me, it was, I felt like nobody cared about me. And like, literally like nobody cared that I was not doing well because at summer sales, like it was a lot of guys that were good dudes, but a lot of people are out there for themselves, right? Like anyone that says they're not out there for money is full of crap. 100%. Like there's no other reason to be out there for anything but money. Right. And so like it, it, that carried over into the school semester and it, I mean, it carried, it was probably three years before I felt like I was like, okay, I'm doing okay. But I mean, I did counseling. I tried uh, medications. Um, don't go off those medications without a doctor's help. Cause I, 
I turned so 26, I, lost my insurance, and didn't ever renew my thing. I don't have depression. I have ADHD, and I am medicated for that. And I will say, anytime you're dealing with any kind of psycho, whatever issue, brain issue, whatever, don't go off your meds without notifying your doctor. No, Please. do not. In law school is never the time to go and change <laughs> Yet to hear a positive story of someone getting off their meds while on. Right. Yeah. Mine, mine was not positive. Um, but, you know, I learned a lot of things and I think I can bring a lot to the table to try and help people now and bring and just bring a, a sense because, I mean, ADHD is another mental health thing. It's just the other side of the coin, in, in my humble opinion. Like it's it's neurological issues often that are causing your brain to not work the way it needs to work. Yeah, it, it thinks the way I've heard it described is like, People with ADHD, with real ADHD, I mean, there's tons of us out there, like, but they right. tend to, um, uh, how do I say this? Like our, like our brains like think too fast mm -hmm. and, and then, you know, we're, so we're easily distracted. Like if you're a caveman, it's an advantage, but in our <laughs> sedentary society, especially with the way we've structured school, which works for most people, like, let us make that clear. Like. I'm not saying that we need to change the way school works for me, the ADHD kid. Like I need to learn to work within school, you yeah. know, but, um, but like the way school works, like it's just, it's not conducive to an ADHD. It's not a great way to teach an ADHD kid. End yeah. of conversation. But you know, you find ways to cope. Right. And, and, and that's the thing is I learned, I've, I've kind of got these tools in my tool belt now that I've gone through that. And I can go in and be like, okay, I'm, I know this feeling, I know this is the, the trigger to the trigger, you know, for the proverbial, like this is putting the, the shells in the, in the shotgun before I pull the trigger. Right. Like right. it's, it's the pre preparation to the, the triggering event. And I can kind of mm -hmm. find those. And, and last year, my first, my one L year, I'm pretty proud. I only had one panic attack the entire year and it wow, was like the awesome. most stressful at the at midnight trying to write a paper that was due the next day, kind of one of those, you know, things. But, um, I felt so good after finals. Like my, I tried all these tools and I, I knew from experience what was going to trigger me. And so I did things to avoid those things and to work through those things, work around those things. Right. And so it was, I, I, I'll see all these stressed out people and I'm like, okay, you're stressed. That's okay. Don't let it get past the stress point. Let's, let's, let's work it out here. Let's, for me, meditation has been huge. Um, there's an app that I use called waking up by Sam Harris and I love it. I do it almost every day, just 10 minutes. And it, it literally feels like I'm clearing my mind out It's a huge tool for me. I don't know. Do you, do you have any tools to help with your ADD, with your mental health, whatever? That um, I mean, I, I take medication um, I think I shared on the last podcast, scheduling is huge Just having a pre-scheduled mm, out. That helps. Yeah. But the problem is, is that's really sink or swim. That's true. Like, Cause if you, you mess something follow, up and you, if you miss one thing, the whole schedules goes to pot and then you're on YouTube for three hours and it's just, <laughs> hole. yes, I have been on YouTube for way longer yeah. than I should have. And, um, three hours is an exaggeration, but just, uh, you know, you guys nope, get the idea. Been there, done yeah. that three hours um, guaranteed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's not an exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, um, Disney plus, whatever. Randy, call me out. But um, I've, no, I'm saying for me, I've totally done that. I don't know, for me, I have to, but it's a, it's so funny because you do start to think like these things so with my ADHD. Um, I've learned one, like, don't think of it as like 
this humongous negative in your life. Um, like for instance, with my undergrad, I didn't have an IEP, which stands for independent education plan. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have any extra tools. I didn't, you know, I didn't bother because I was like, I'm tough enough. And I was the LSAT, same thing. Took it regular time, just cruised along. Um, law school became very apparent very quickly. I needed to humble myself and change that. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it became, yeah, you know, maybe some extra time on the exams or, you know, sitting in the front would be good or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is with ADHD, because it is so distraction based in some ways. I um, mean, I'm not an ADHD expert by any means. I just have it <laughs> no per from personal experience. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know the causes. I don't know any of that. I just know I live with it every day. And my wife does. Um, she lives with you. She has to deal with well, your ADHD she, or she has ADHD? She has to live with mine. And gotcha. she'll tell you that it is a burden. It is something to think about. Like she's like, I had no clue how real this was until we got married and I had to live with you every single day. Right. But you are like a, you were like the dog and up and you see a squirrel, you're like, squirrel, you know, like, <laughs> And, but it's, it's, yeah, right. So it's, it's really funny though. Um, because, um, another big coping mechanism is just eliminating distractions is my point. That's where I was mm -hmm. getting at. And so like, um, I've been doing this one this week and it's worked pretty well. Like, um, I put my phone on airplane mode, I put it in my backpack. Um, I got a tip before law school and I tried to follow it that a, um, laptop notes was better and i think for case briefing that's true because then you can command f on an open book exam mm -hmm. but other than that nope just Not way too much time surfing the web you know wait because look law school lectures are boring like let's just be honest like they're not like criminal law is actually like very exciting and i have no desire to be a criminal attorney whatsoever but it's definitely the most interesting in my civil opinion. procedure civil procedure will get you torts will get you some of the cases for torts are fun yeah, in a bad way, but they're fun as a law student to read, right? But for the most part, I think most of it is just like legal writing. It's like, what? I mean, it's, it's just boring. And so I find eliminating those distractions and forcing myself to look up front at my teacher and just write down what she says, even if I'm never going to look at it again. Yeah. Okay right here he says and just write it down not even for the memory just to pay attention mm -hmm. to force yourself to pay attention like today i walked out my civil procedure class going huh i learned a lot about depositions today <laughs> well we don't say deposition rather than deposition i don't know that that was the question <laughs> i walked into that didn't get answered but i didn't feel like it was really worth asking but anyway awesome. like like i just i realized that during my reading i was like wait we never call these what we should, but anyway, and maybe there's some English person out there that can explain to me like, no, 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 but right. either way, we call them depositions. And I walked out and I learned a lot, you know, usually I walk into my class and I walk out going, cool. That was a great two hours of my life. Yeah. I've been there. Um, anyway, so that's how I cope with that. How do you, um, I have, uh, our school is trying to encourage students to do meditation like last Friday, right before our, our midterm. So like, I don't think anyone was really paying attention <laughs> um, right. or two Fridays ago, I guess, I guess, cause last week we didn't have class, but so the week before, so two weeks ago, um, we had a, um, we had like yoga, like instructors come in 
Oh, that's and rad. Health experts from some of the local. My my school's surrounded by a bunch of little liberal arts colleges in the city of St. Paul, Minnesota, and so they um one of them is like a we call them like a little Harvard. There's like two of them in Minnesota where there are these liberal arts colleges that you need like a 33 on your ACT to get into. Jeez. And they had their mental health counselor show up and she's like, so I work at McAllister and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but these people are super highly motivated students. Hmm. Just like you. That's you know, awesome. if you're in law school, usually you're pretty super highly motivated. Right. And she was like, and the pressure that you guys put on yourself is inappropriate. Oh, I agree not. 100%. And I was like, I had never heard like a like someone just like say anything like that. Like she literally was like a freaking mom and was like, that's inappropriate. That's awesome. I love like, that. It made, like I loved that. She was like, it's inappropriate. Like stop. Like no. Like you're here. Look, just learn. Yeah. Like, enjoy the learning process. Your grades will go up. I promise you. She's like every study's shown that when you enjoy the learning process, your grades go up. Yep. If she's like, and your professors might sh- like might not like it that I say this but she was like if you don't feel like doing a reading what is it gonna do you if you force yourself to do it yeah that's fair just make sure you, you don't know, not do any right, reading but right right yeah. and I was, she was like you know she's like so go make dinner first and then do your reading yeah you know don't don't procrastinate it right or break it up into chunks she's like find a way to you know get around it she's like don't like don't like don't get me wrong. She wasn't saying don't just not do it, but just be careful. But I really liked how she was like, it's inappropriate. Like, stop. Yeah, that's cool. You're like, you're here. Just keep going. And I think the hard part is, and you've mentioned this too, is especially being a 1L, it can be extremely difficult at times because you've told me and what everyone who's ever been to law school said is they're like, well, that first semester is really hard because you don't understand how great the curve is and how it's going to save you and how what you don't know is you're going to pass. You just feel like you're literally going to fail. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I've had teachers say like, I've never failed a student. Like if you put yeah. forth a good faith effort in getting your work done and, and really trying to do a good analysis, good rule, good conclusion, whatever, like right. you're going to get a C. Well, right. Because you're compared to your class. You're not compared to an objective standard. Like I talked to my civil procedure professor and he was like, Hey, you're not going to, he laughed when I said, I think I'm going to fail. He's like, (laughs) no, 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 no. He's like, we're going to take that. We're going to throw that in the garbage. Like you are not, he's like, I know you're going to your learning community, which is that group thing we have at my law school for civil procedure. You're going to your learning community. I know, you know, you're here seeking help from me. You're trying, like, he's like, just keep going. Yeah. He's like, don't, don't stop. He's like, learn the rules. Like, like you need to learn, like, don't, you know, but he's like, but if you try, you won't, he's like, I promise you won't fail. He's like one, cause what you don't know is law school grades are curved and guess, and he's like, guess what? Giving someone an F messes with the curve a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I'd really screw them up. <laughs> like, like literally everyone almost has to shift down grade. Like some people literally get a shift down half a grade. Yeah. If somebody <laughs> yeah. fails, cause you have to if bring it up failed. to the curve now. And yeah. Right. And so he was like, so no, we do not like handing out F's. And he was right. like, and he's like, I get it. He's like, I teach civil procedure cause I'm a civil procedure nerd. And you're just not. And that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Like you might be a transactional nerd. When Dude, I that's think, me. 
we were talking about limited right. partnerships in my business associations class and like it was firing on all cylinders i'm like i i know the answer teacher like i'm so like amped right. about that stuff exactly and that was his point was he's like just because you know this class happens to be your first semester doesn't mean that like this is what all of law school is like mm-hmm. and i was like oh god you know he was just really good about it and it was really comforting and it was nice to hear him go no 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 he's like i can't say that you won't fail but he's you know like just like for legal purposes because you know they're lawyers right they can't you're not going to fail but there is that possi- possibility but right. it's pretty but slim. It, he's like, I, most years I don't fail anyone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, I have, but he's like, it's so rare. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's C minus or F. He's like, there's not a, he's like, we don't really do D's. Mm-hmm. The D's are like, because usually it's either you're there, C minus, move along, or it is holy bananas. You need to retake the class. Right. But anyway, so back to mental health with that. That was really comforting. But you know what I found, Randy? What? Still didn't get the monkey off my back. No. You know, like, because when you're in that mode, you're still like, I don't know about you, but I find when I'm in that mode, I'm still in that mode. Mm -hmm. And literally to your point about meditation stuff, the only thing that gets me out of that funk is getting either back to routine, which takes a hot minute. Like I'm Mm -hmm. just starting to come out of it as I've adopted these strategies and I'm like, why did I ever leave them? They were tried and true in undergrad. You know, why why did I listen to what they told me when I knew like, because of my ADHD, I'm not the typical law student in this world. Right. right? And um, so there's that. And then I also think that the other thing that helps me get out of the the funk is um, adding, um, how do I want to say this? See, seeing, I want to say seeing the results, right? Mm-hmm. So seeing the midterm I did well on really helped with the funk. Oh, I'm you sure. Know, that, that, that was like, whoa, like it helped my wife's funk. Turns out my wife was in a funk, you know? And she was like, oh, thank goodness. Okay. All that, that one week, <laughs> every, all, you know, five hours a night studying at home and three hours at school. Okay. It all paid off worth yeah. it. Yeah. Done, dude. When one partner is off, you know, as a dad, like you're both off. Like, there, I mean, I don't mean to make it light, but when when my wife has you know a certain time of every month, it's both of us are off, like 100% sympathetic menstrual. I don't know what it's called. My well, my, my wife is pregnant with our second child, and oh my gosh, I forgot, like. You know how you have that moment, like when Natalie was pregnant with Liam, and you were like, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> like, like every man has that moment. I don't care who you are. Every man has that moment where you go, you buy the special food they want, and they go, "Nah." Yeah. You know, triple the food budget every month. Right. I'm dead serious. And then like you're sitting there, and she's like, oh. "And I have no issue doing that." Just to be clear, like, but they're like, "Oh." I'd really like it if we could go do this thing that's like 40 minutes away today. And you're like, I asked you yesterday to come up with a plan and to think of a place to eat. And, you know, but it's just, and I get it. Like, what do you do? Like, I love her, you know, like I understand. You can't control what she's craving at that moment. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but like you said, like when she's in a funk or when something happens at her work, it affects me. When something happens, it affects her. Yep. And she's a lot better about it than I am. 
Like I'll say that, like she's a lot better about not letting my mood affect her, mm. but I'm really bad about letting her mood affect me. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, I get it. But I mean, some of the things that I've done is just like clear and open communication with my wife has been huge. Just yeah. like, Hey, and, and trying to shut myself up a little and just listen has been helpful. Like I'm not great at it. I like talking, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going but to law school. To- that's why we have a weekly conversation podcast episode. right <laughs> we like talking but, we want um, to be lawyers. <laughs> but yeah like if she's having a rough week like i have a rough week but in the same thing so just like recognize that and find ways that you can make it better like one thing i did is i went to the store and bought her those milano cookies that she loves oh yeah and that made it, a little bit better or like I bought some junkie bread and that made her happy. Ooh, that sounds good. I mean, one night I said, okay, I'm giving you a massage for date night. And then we're just done after that. Like that's all, it's just me serving you. Cause that's her love language, right? Is acts of right. service. And so that, that helps like kind of be less selfish to, to help. Right. And that's another coping mechanism I found with mental health. When you start going down the rabbit hole of anxiety or depression, is just quit thinking about yourself for five minutes. Go do right. something for somebody else. And that has helped me a lot. Right. Uh, you know what? I liked something you said there because it was something I did this week and I didn't put two and two together about it. I told my wife one of the days last week, I think it was Thursday or Friday. I literally said, I remember I was in the, I don't remember any of the context, but I remember I said, you know, I've been trying really, really hard to not get angry today. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of in like angry mode and I don't know yep. why. I don't know how. It just, just happens sometimes. Yeah. You know, like man period. I don't know. And I think that's exactly how I put it. I think I said it's my time of the month right now. <laughs> right. My wife's Chinese and they say your auntie's in town. And I think I said my auntie's in town. <laughs> you know, awesome. like I was like, I don't know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just and she was like, she like almost started crying tears of joy. Mm. And I was shocked. I'm like, no, I'm mad. And she was like, she hugged me and she was like, thank you so much for telling me. Hmm. I was like, what is going on? Like, she was like, so that way I know, just stay clear. Yeah. If he, like, I'm, she's like this way, if you're watching football or doing this or doing that or whatever, she's like, this way I know, it's fine. Right. It's fine. He's having a rough day. Just leave him alone. And she's like, am I going to be like happy that you're. No. I think you just moved your microphone around a little. He oh, cut off there for a second. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did move it around a little, but she was like, anyway, point being is she was like, am I going to be happy that like, you're like watching TV all day? And is, because I know that that's not what's going to make you happy. No, she's like, but I know that there's just nothing I can do. Yeah, I just need to let it. I just need to let them stew. And the funny thing is, is actually, when I went downstairs and just watched football or whatever, I went downstairs to do. I came up like thirty minutes later, like, okay, let's go do something. Yeah, like you're feeling better. You're feeling like, well, and I think it was almost like guilt, like all of a sudden, like where she was just willing to let me go down. Like, yeah. It meant so much to me that she was willing just to let me go do my thing, handle the baby. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, 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 I'm bad. You know? <laughs> well, I don't right. think you're bad. Like, just or, or not, not bad, but like, oh, but like it brought me back down to earth is how oh, I yeah. want it. Yeah, that's right. a good way to think about it. One thing that. 
made me turn outwards rather than inwards. Yeah, for sure. Like my wife outwards. Turned outwards to me. Yeah. So how can I turn outwards to her? Right. Yeah, that's it's interesting. And and one thing I've I've found that works for me with any mental health, like if I go down the anxiety rabbit hole or the anger, depression, whatever it may be, like yeah, focus on others and helping them. But once I can kind of isolate in on that what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. then you you kind of almost sometimes it feels like oh, that's it, like that's right. all it is. Like I'm just a little bit pissed off today. Okay, like what what is actually making me upset? And for me, I'm like if I can't articulate what's making me upset, it like if I actually go through that process and say like okay what's what's going on? And even if you know my wife's giving me that time, whatever. Sometimes it'll be, you know, I write three pages handwritten just of just venting so I don't Journal, vent at my wife. Like yeah. But sometimes it's, I can't articulate what's actually bothering me. So then yeah. that helps me understand like, oh, I can let that go because I don't know what's actually bothering me. Wow. I'm jealous of that skill. I think <laughs> with law school, especially first semester, like, and I only say first semester because that's what everyone, including you has said about first semester. <laughs> is like especially just with the first semester like to your point like I need to get better about letting it go and being like I can't control what I put down on my test Mm -hmm. I can't control what grade I'm going to get I like I like I I, like it's done yeah you just kind of like blow your bubble and let it blow away you know like I love that and and it's funny because like, yeah, like I really like what you said there because it's so true. You can't mope around. You can't get too upset, especially in the context of law school. There's too much going on mm-hmm. in law school. Like there just is, you have four other classes or whatever to focus on. And like, I've just had to accept that like December, early December when my finals are done cannot come soon enough. Yeah, dude, like, I feel just, that. It can't because once that's over and then once I get those grades back, it'll be like, okay, cool. This is it. Like this is going to work out and it's going to work. And I am assuming, I'll tell you what, if I fail, I'll tell you guys. Um, Doubt it. No, if I fail, I will. Like that's my problem. I I don't doubt that you'll tell us. I doubt that you'll fail. That's my point is I was going to say, everyone has said, no, no, no. You come to class, you know, it's like, you're not going like and i'm gonna look back someday at my journal entries during this time and i'm gonna be like wow little did i know you know it was all gonna be okay and what's funny is so i just got back into journaling this week i took a break because i read an article from someone i really really like where he talked about now he's also 20 years older than me but we talked about how he stopped journaling because he just didn't feel like it was Mm mm-hmm you know, doing him good. He felt like he just complained a lot when he was younger in his journal, which like, that's kind of what it's for. I mean, in some ways, right. Um, and he felt like he was just over dramatic as a youngster and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And he was like, I just got tired of journaling. And he's like, I kept a journal every day for years and years, but I've reached the point where I don't really feel like it's necessary. And I, I took that to heart for me. Mm. Right. So I stopped journaling it around May when we moved to Minnesota and I've really been missing it. And so I started doing it again and it's so nice just to get it all out. Handwriting, like physically writing is a game changer, man. Especially with mental health context. Like it helps you work out the things in your brain 
that you need to right. work out. Yeah. Something I want just for civil procedure um, is I want, well, my son has one. I should just start using that like a dry erase board. Oh yeah. So I can like draw out like uh flow charts or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. not flow charts. What do you call that? Like logic charts anyway, whatever. Yeah. And like, so I can like diagram like where things are and, you know, I mean, you pick up on things, but diagram, how do you get to subject matter jurisdiction from diversity jurisdiction, whatever. Right. Exactly. Like diagram how it all fits into the puzzle. Yeah. But, um, but it's, but it's interesting because, um, like the other thing that's so hard is when, so even if I'm tackling law school, um, you know, I'm writing in my journal, I'm doing my thing. And even when I'm tackling law school, Randy, mm-hmm. I own a house and I have to go rake the leaves. At right. some I have to go in the summer. It was, I have to go mow the lawn at some point. Yeah. You know, I have to, you know, do this at some point, you know, um, my wife and I found a mouse in our house and, you know, I had to go find that, you know, I had to yeah, go put you down know, the traps with the peanut yeah. butter. Oh no, I did sticky traps. I just, mm-hmm. like, I knew which room he ran into um, a storage area. Oh. And obviously he's going to have to get out at some point. So I just like use sticky traps around the door, gotcha. you know, the bottom of the door and I caught him pretty quick. But point being that, you know, you have those little things that pop up where it's like, my wife can't sleep at night if there's a mouse. You know, like, like, like for whatever, and I'm not hating on her in any way, shape or form. That's just a fact. Like she just can't sleep at night. If there's a mouse, if she knows there's a mouse, mm-hmm. loose, right? I don't blame her. I feel that, but like, so their stress in that way, where suddenly I have to like, take care of that. Right. You know, And then there's all these things. And so sometimes it just piles up, but I really love what that, te- what that person came and said to us. We're like, all this, stress, it's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can't do all these things like you just can't and and i just can't like i've had to accept that like nope sorry the the leaves are gonna have to get raked on saturday morning right sorry it's not fun it's not what i want to do but that's what has to happen but something that i will say for mental health i mentioned it last week as well just for my family in regards to how much how it's good for my family um he uh, uh i really believe that taking Saturday off is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, just no email. Uh, well, by the time my wife wakes up, right? So I will wake up early on right. Saturday and study. Yeah. But just once she's up, she's up. And it's, I like find myself really looking forward to Saturday. Hmm. Just waking up every Saturday being like, Whew, okay, let's, let's do this thing. And it's funny because that's something else that they suggested and students were like, but how can you take Saturday off? And I'm like, I raised my hand and I said, I've been doing that and it's the best. Yeah. Like, sure. it, like just pick a day, Sunday, Saturday, whichever day you want it to be. And don't even think about law school. Like, mm-hmm. like don't check your email. Don't do it. I mean, Hey, if you've got an assignment that needs to be turned in, like try and turn it on Friday, but like, just get it done, man. Like just Saturday, like leave Saturday for yourself, your family, for whoever, because mm-hmm. it, it's a game changer when you, when you do that, when you help yourself out, because something I, I think we do sometimes too, is we say, well, what'll help my mental health is bearing down and studying more. No, you know, like, like sometimes we can like almost psych ourselves into 
like I was supposed to go on this trip for my break for fall break with my dad and I was really excited about it and then it turned out I got the weeks mixed up for which week I didn't have school and but the way I talked myself into go, saying yes to going on this trip in the first place was because I was like, oh, it'll be good for my mental health. When obviously taking a week off from studying is a horrible idea. <laughs> I mean, who thinks that's a great idea? No one. Right. No one thinks that's a fun idea. No one. I mean, it's fun, but like no one thinks that's a good idea. Right. right. And I'm happy I didn't because like as much as easy as it would have been to be like, oh, it's good for my mental health the monkey on my back just would have been a freaking gorilla, mm-hmm. you know, instead of a, a little monkey. Right. Had I not had taken that week and studied with it. Yeah, no, I get it, man. Like it's, it's crazy. Like we were talking earlier, um, self-care versus self-indulgence, right? Like when you're done with, um, when you're done with finals or whatever, do you right. go and just, sit and numb yourself and binge Netflix and drink or do whatever you do? Or do you go do something that uplifts you? Do you play with your baby? Do you go for a, go exercise or go whatever? Like for me, this last year exercise has been at the top of my list on importance because I mean, since January I've lost 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'm skinnier than I was when I got married and and I'm stronger than I've been in six, seven years. And do you think it helps with your schoolwork too? 100%. Because I, so yesterday was a prime example. I didn't get up in time to go to the gym. I, my alarm went off and I hit, turned it off so I wouldn't wake the baby and my wife up. And I kind of sat there. I'm like, should I go? Should I not go? Then I fell back asleep. Next thing I know, I've got to shower and get ready and leave time. And I was just so dead that entire day. And this morning I, I fought it still, but I just made it to the gym even just for, I made it for maybe 20 minutes, I think enough for like three, four exercises. And I left the gym with way more energy to take to school than I had the entire day at any point yesterday. I like that. Well, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to look into like an anytime fitness membership or something. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, whatever you got around you, Planet Fitness is super cheap. I don't love them, but they're, they're good enough. They're super cheap. Like that's all I need, honestly. Like, one of the benefits of playing high school sports, I think you'll agree, is you learn you can work out. As long as there's like a set of 20-pound dumbbells, you can <laughs> work out out of anything. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can do about any exercise with 20-pound dumbbells, but unless you're Arnold. But um, true. But the uh, but it's so funny because I find that to be super true that, or I, I guess I can't, but I can see where that would be true because I know when I start my mornings off with um, like my perfect morning right now, well, I'm going to try and add push-ups into it or something now that I think about it, um, would be wake up, shower right away, wake up at six, shower right away, um, get ready, be out the door, be at school bright and early. Hopefully they let me in. I have about a 30 minute commute to school from where I live, mm-hmm. you know, but be out the door before seven o'clock be at school before seven 30. They don't even open up the doors till seven 30, but just to be there early. Yeah. Like, and I don't have to worry about parking. I don't have to, you know, you just kind of get all those little stresses out of your brain. Yeah. You know, and just being a little bit late, like I've never been late for class, but like, um, but just getting those little stresses out. Yeah. I can really see where just getting ahead of your day, like a, mm-hmm. getting something done, like a check mark off your day is what I'm oh, trying yeah. 100%. And and for me working out like exercise, like it's 
it's been the 1% rule for me from Atomic Habits. Um, I don't mm. know if you've read that book, but he talks about how if you just improve 1% every day, you'll be 37 times better by the end of the year or oh, by wow. after a year, right? Mm. And that was literally the approach I started taking when I started working out again because I used to think I have to get sore and have to get a good workout in mm-hmm. and then I'll be good. But it's like, no that wasn't it at all. It was, I just have to get to the gym. Okay. Now that I've got to the gym, I've got to add your checklist, one rep, one pound, 10 pound, like whatever it is. And it, I literally just was like, okay, just, I've got to do bench press and I can only do the bar right now. I don't know. I could do 25s on each side probably. And now I'm doing 55 on each side of the bench press, you know, three sets of eight and I'm tricep pressing more than I ever have. I'm not squatting more because I haven't squatted in a while. You're also but not I'm rowing more than I ever, more weight than I ever have. Um, and it, but it's just literally, it's like, okay, tomorrow I'll add one rep. The next day I'll add two reps from today and just add one every day, one pound, one rep, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And literally over the course of 10 months, I'm in some of the best shape I've been in, in a long, long time. That's awesome. Dang. So I started off just as small as I could, no soreness, just can I walk around the track? Next time I'll walk around once and a half, two times. Like, so. Cause, yeah, because like I find that if I can get the first thing, you know, I always talk about my schedule. I've already talked about it in this podcast, but I find if I can get that first thing done, that very first item that I clock in from 12 to whatever, mm-hmm. the rest of it will happen, like without fail. Like I'll be in yeah. focus mode, I'll be in deep work, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it will happen. things work better. But if I can't get that one checklist thing done, like it's usually scripture study or something like mm-hmm. that. Like if I can't get that first thing done, the rest of it is, I mean, it's, things still go wrong, but it is so much less likely, like 90% of the time plus it all gets done in a timely manner. Yeah. And in a great flow state or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You just but feel better about your day. But if I don't get that one checklist thing done, I am screwed. Mm-hmm. Like 100% just screwed. So yeah, I am going, but what I, where I, where I think that's genius and maybe you didn't even realize it was doing this. Maybe you did is you're getting that one checklist thing done right away mm-hmm. when you go to the gym. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry, but like waking up and showering is not a checklist item. No, like it's not, it's not an addition. Like you have to wake up and shower before you go to school. If you're a dude, like I'm just lucky. <laughs> like that's a must for me. Like I, yeah, even if sure. I'm running like an hour behind, like I'm like, nope, I'm hitting the shower. Like I cannot show up at school and like, just for the people next to me, you know? Right. <laughs> but, um, and you know, some people aren't like that, but I am. So that's a must for me. But so I don't, maybe, maybe if it's a cold shower. Yeah. Maybe I do need to try that, but like, I just can't get that, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try that because just getting that checklist item done, I think, just to be yeah. like, be like, I'm a man. So, like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been super helpful for us. Um, like, just find a gym to go. Like, I, I've I'm heard gonna... people talk about, you know, if you have a gym membership, you're more likely to go because you pay for it rather than if you have a home gym. And so, right. like, oh, that's fair. I but. have a bar. I have a push-up bar, and at one point this year, I was really good about. Um, uh, I was really good about um, doing it, and it was great. And then I just stopped because I slept in a couple of times. You know how it goes. 
Yeah, dude. All it takes is one time of sleeping in to throw off your schedule. And then right. You get it back. So. And then it threw it all off. And yeah, I know. Because the other thing I've noticed too, weight gain in law school is real. That's a topic for a different Oh day. my gosh, if yes. All you do is study. All you do is study. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly great. Yeah. So... Dude, well, we're out of time. You got to get uh, taken off here. But um, thanks for thanks for being here. I think maybe well, we'll just continue this discussion next week with mental health. We've got so much I to agree. talk I about. We do part two, and I think we can start off with um, whatever what we were just talking about. So yeah, for sure, we can totally do that. So we'll talk to you next Tuesday. And thanks for being on with me. No, thanks for having me. Bye. Okay, talk to you later. Peace. Peace. Thanks for joining me and my buddy Garrett for the law school student hour today. We had a great conversation about mental health and different things that we've struggled with and how we've overcome them. Um, As we talked about next week, we will discuss more in depth, um, more mental health issues concerning law students, lawyers, professionals, whatever, and hopefully be able to give you even more insight tools, things that have helped us that maybe can help you. So if this has added value to your life, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing so that we can continue to grow and continue to bring you the content that we want to bring you. So I hope this adds value. Once again, like, subscribe, and share, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Peace.